On this episode of the 132 Breeze Podcast, we take a look back at this this weekend's Sweet 16 matchup by matchup, then a look ahead to the Elite Eight, see who we got, who we're rooting for, how we were feeling, how Casey was feeling, where his gut took him, all the hot picks, uh, plus some bonus podcasts coming at you this week as well. All right, with that, let's start the show. We're back with another episode of the 132 Breeze Podcast. As always, this is Marlo, joined by Casey. Casey, another weekend, a lot of basketball to talk about. I'm yeah. excited. Oh, I thought you brought me on to talk about the Snyder Cut of oh. the, the, the Justice League that I caught the second half of this weekend. Oh, um, you didn't, get, you haven't, you didn't ooh, get the whole thing in? Lots of notes on that. Lots of notes on that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, basketball weekend. Um, it okay. Let's get into it. All right. Yeah, right into it. Overall, I feel a little disappointed. I don't want to start off on the negative end, but after last week, all the upsets, all the craziness. I mean, we still have upsets, some upsets, some craziness, but overall, the games are okay. There's like two good ones. Mm-hmm. The one, the one we're watching now, uh, or we're recording as Oregon USC. Uh, is playing. There's about uh, 7.45 left in the first half. So maybe there'll be three good ones. But other than that, they're kind of snoozers. Yeah. You know, I, I, that's what I was, that was, I was thinking as the weekend was going on. By the way, it didn't start till Friday. Um, but we had yeah. the first two rounds. And it didn't I, I start till like Saturday. Or Saturday. Was, You're right. Saturday, yeah, Sunday. Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, that's what I meant. But yeah, what I meant was it was late. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was later than usual. Um, and yeah. I, think- I was sit- I was sitting there Thursday, Friday, being like, I should be watching basketball right now. Yeah. What am I supposed to do with myself? Like this for is, sure, Friday. This is really like, weird. Thursday, yeah. I was like, oh, they, you know, it's new, it's different. And then Friday, yeah. I was like, I was just jonesing at that point. I was yeah. fiending for sure. What is going on? Um, but yeah, to your point, I. You, we came off a very like high. We came off some some upsets, and you know we had some actually some good matchups. Really, like even with the, all the upsets, yeah, there were there were still good matchups to go. And you know, I was hope, hoping for some more good games. And I, I think for all the upsets that we did see in the first two rounds, there weren't like any like uh, you know buzzer beaters, you know last second shots type things. Yeah. As many, there wasn't that many. There, but there weren't many. We got two today. Yeah. We had two, yeah. We had two today. Two we'll, we'll shots, yeah. Two shots. So, of, yeah. yeah. It. So, yeah. I, that was kind of my overall takeaway. Um, I, I to talk about the the weekend and then uh, Monday, Tuesday. It makes more sense this week because now that now that we've lived it, and I'm kind of looking ahead a little bit. Mm-hmm. It makes sense because then uh, Monday, Tuesday is just night games. So that makes sense yeah. that that would be during a week uh, weekday. Sure. And then when you have all day basketball, it's on a weekend. I guess that makes sense, but it still made Friday very painful and a very Agreed. very slow day. Uh, <laughs> as that, all right, let's dive into the the games. We're just going to do them here in uh, as they happened in chronological order here. Uh, starting with right. Oregon State Loyola. Yeah. Eesh. This one was Ooh. tough. This one was tough. Um, if 
just watching this, it just felt backwards because I know Oregon State was the 12 and Loyola was the 8, right? I know that, but in my mind, I was rooting for Loyola because I thought that was a better story and because I thought they were, a, you know, it's a Pac-12 team versus a, a non-power 5, right? So yeah, I was rooting for the favorite Loyola and boy, did they disappoint. Yeah, not a good game. Not a good game by Loyola. Couldn't really hit anything, um, especially down the stretch. I think I was texting with uh, the group, and they said, you know, we were talking about not having Wisconsin in in the Sweet 16, and then we were like, well, this is basically like watching Wisconsin in the Sweet 16. Yeah. uh, (laughs) The way this game was playing out. So Yeah, I definitely thought that at halftime when they had 20 points, and they had two, like, three- or four-minute stretches without scoring. Yeah. I was like, I've seen this this year <laughs> <laughs> right so it wasn't a good it wasn't a good start I, this game I, this was a prime I'm watching this game and also taking a nap um, mm. in in between times you know so I'm not gonna lie I didn't see the whole thing no oh, man uh, there was some snoozing in between but you know it's kind I'd, of, <laughs> I would wake up and get the gist of it yeah Oregon State is on this run right they I, I think they've won what eight in a row now what if they had to win their conference tournament obviously they won all their tournament games to to get here yeah. yep. uh and basically they play good defense but their defense as far as three-pointers go essentially seems like leave them so wide open that <laughs> they they don't, do. they don't know what to do with themselves because Loyola had so many good looks in this game uh wide open wide open three-pointers uh and just just missed. I mean, in that's what it's been like watching all of these Oregon games. Uh, they ended up shooting five for twenty-three. Um, Loyola did, and I would venture to guess that fifteen of those twenty-three were <laughs> wide open, and they just missed. That's probably high. Half of them. <laughs> let's go. Half of them were were wide open, and they just missed. So that was frustrating. But Oregon State moves on. Uh, I guess the Cinderella story again. I'm I'm still not on the whole Cinderella thing when it's a power. A power five team, but <clears throat> I guess we'll ride it here for Oregon State. Anything else on this one? I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, Cinderella came from a well-off family. Yeah, she but just, the, she fell in hard times. Out. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> your pick. The hard times are your pick to finish last in the Pac-12. That was their hard times. Their yeah. coach's name is Tinkle. There's been lots of jokes about that. <laughs> so I guess that's fun. I just haven't like glatched on to anything on the, like normally like if Loyola would have won you have Crutwig or whatever or you usually have that one player or whatever. I just don't see it with Oregon. I don't have that yet with Oregon State, which I guess I would expect to have at this point for a Cinderella. Like we would have had that in uh, As- Ace Miss. There we go uh, with Oral Robert Roberts. But uh, yeah. we'll talk about that in a second. But I just yep. can't get there with this Oregon State team. I don't know why. But they're in the Elite Eight now, which is insane. All right, so they'll be (laughs) – they'll – no, they won't be facing. uh, The next game to play, Baylor, Villanova. How how did you watch this game, Marlon? Were you rooting for Baylor or were you rooting for Villanova to get the upset? I found myself – so I I think the first half I was pretty neutral. And and Villanova went into into the halftime with the lead. Yeah. Um, so I came out of halftime, f- found found myself rooting for Villanova. 
Ooh, interesting. Um, no reason why. I just just where my emotions took me. Yeah. During this yep. during this ride, um, and you know, and that's usually when my emotions take me that way. It's because it's taking me to a letdown. Um, yeah. And that that that's what happens. <laughs> that's what. <laughs> That's what happens with the emotions. Um, I actually surprisingly found myself rooting for Baylor in this game. Again, yeah. throughout this, I'm you're gonna, I think, be surprised with who I ended up rooting for. Uh, it was def- it was definitely in the. They were so good against us. I just want them to be against Wisconsin. I yeah. just want them to be good. Right, right. And if I they then that. went to the next round and lost to Villanova, I would feel so much worse about <laughs> the our game against Baylor. So. I it, I was a little concerned at half. Villanova was up seven at half. Uh, I forget who the name, uh, but number twenty four on their team was all over the place on on Villanova. He was awesome in the first half. Here we go. Uh, Jeremiah Robinson Earl uh, was the name. He was awesome in this game in general, but especially in the first half. Uh, but then Baylor put the clamps on in the second half, uh, and kind of like they did to us. Just suffocated uh, Villanova's offense and got a got a victory. Yeah, and I, I think <laughs> to, your, to their point, like watching it from a West, like a Wisconsin view eyes, I, I think I didn't get there because Baylor didn't look <laughs> they didn't look as like I don't know athletic and like they were just dunking all over everybody and yeah. eating whatever they wanted against Villanova. <laughs> so I just I just tacked it up to them having a really good game against Wisconsin or whatever or superhuman. Yeah. Um, in that way, but yeah, they just looked. It looked like a different. It looked like a different team. Yeah, there, this game was really physical, though. Like the, yeah. there was a lot of contact. I mean, Baylor basically defends. Like we're going to make contact. You're either going to call it all game, or eventually you're going to get tired of calling it, which usually happens. That's what happened in the Wisconsin game. That's what happened in this game. And both these teams, it was it was a lot of contact, and it was a really entertaining game. Uh, Villanova just. I, I don't know if it was Villanova didn't. Obviously, Villanova was missing a couple players, right? So maybe yeah. they didn't have enough firepower to get there well, in the end. Well, there was um, a point where they had five straight turnovers. That's tough. That's tough to do in the last. Tough. In the last. And five they years. were they were just like the ball's getting pressured. I'm going to throw it out of bounds. Yeah, turnovers. That was not a great look. That's not a yeah. great look. Uh, so Baylor moving on. Uh, I think I I think I'm more impressed with Baylor than you were. Uh, I guess early on, I think you were saying that you weren't. Very impressed with them, but I think no. after the turnover fest and after that defense kind of clamped down the second half, I'm I'm still I'm still there hoping Baylor's as good as I think they are to make myself feel better about Wisconsin losing to them. All right, <clears throat> and next one, Arkansas Oral Roberts uh, game of the weekend, right? Yeah, probably. Uh, Oral Roberts up double digits in the second half. I believe ended up uh, missing a what would have been a game-winning shot. Um, man, what could have been? This this was the moment. This was the setup. A great play on the last play uh, with uh, A. Smith running down the right side of the court. Three seconds, two point nine, I think it was. Gets up a shot and just deflects off the I guess the front left of the room from where he was shooting. It felt like he thought it was in. I wanted it to be in so bad and have the 15 seed moving farther than any 15 seed ever has, right? Yep. Um, it would have been awesome. And they, it was just all right there to have all of this, and then it rims out, and we don't have it. We have yeah. Arkansas, who I could care less about. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Oral Roberts had their chance, but that, 
Uh, like I said, it looked good. It was one of those, it looked good. This was the story. This was the, the uh, it was going to be in slow-mo all over the place, get in and get crazy, but obviously it rimmed out. Reminded me a little bit of the, um, that was uh, Duke, the championship game, Duke and uh, Butler. Oh, Duke Butler? Yeah. Yeah, Duke Butler, where it kind of rimmed out. Uh, but yeah, Oral Roberts, I mean, they played, uh, I guess that they had played before, right? I think I heard they were played in December, and it was kind of the same story. They were up at halftime, yep. um, and they came back, and Arkansas came back. But yeah, I mean, Oral Roberts has some players, though. Um, yeah. And obviously, this is like you, this tournament's the first time I ever sat down and watched Oral Roberts play. Sure. But they definitely, you know, they they definitely they have some players. They are fun to watch. Um, they, they started the game out with five threes in the in their first five yep. shots, which was. <laughs> I thought I was like, there they go, they're gonna run away with it. Uh but Arkansas was able to to claw their way back, obviously come up with the win. It would have been because, because they would have faced would that have been a fifth, a double digit matchup? I can't remember how the bracket. No, because they're uh would have gone against against Baylor. Ah, that's right. Never mind. The bracket. Just, yeah. yeah, whatever. But anyways, it would have been fun. The fifteen seed moving on to eight lead eight would have been fun. But it's it would have been there. Yeah. But at least it was and a I, game at the end. Like the shot was up, it was a decent look, and it had that March moment while the ball was in the air. That this is going to be awesome. This is yeah, happen. yeah. And it was weird because he missed it left, and he was his momentum was carrying him right. So he just over. Oh, it would would have been so cool. Oh well, uh, Arkansas the must bus. Move on. Great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. The last one. The nightcap. After all that excitement, I was like. Oh, I was trying to talk myself into this game because it's Houston who all I know is they have good defense and Calvin Sampson is their coach and Syracuse who I guess we're again see Oregon State about how I feel about Cinderella (laughs) stories as underdogs and Syracuse does this all the time yeah not all the time but they get to this kind of sweet 16 more often than they probably should and then we got to hear about the zone all the time it's really annoying. And so I, I, this whole game, I just went back and forth being annoyed at whoever was doing well in the moment because <laughs> I didn't want either of these teams to be here. Houston should have lost to Rutgers. Uh, Syracuse probably shouldn't even been in the tournament. So it's like, who cares if one of these two teams and uh, end up going uh, on to the Elite Eight? <laughs> so annoying. Yeah, but I was good because I'm. Oh yeah, I was done with hearing about Buddy. Um, Tired about Buddy. Yeah, tired here about the zone. Uh, I think you know Syracuse was very cold this game, and that's that's what led yeah. to they just had no shots. I think Buddy only had one or two threes, maybe one. I th- I think he had one. He might have made one late though. Yeah, um, it was all late. I, he had zero in the first half. Um, no, he ended up one and nine from three with twelve points. Yeah, so it was uh, it was a cold game. Them and then I don't know who is this. I mean. <laughs> I guess I'm old. I mean, I remember Calvin Sampson and his scandal of text messages <laughs> that got yeah. kicked out of NCAA, which sounds ridiculous right now. But yeah. <laughs> they got kicked out of the DCA. And just no one's talking about it, though. That's the thing. I'm, I'm, I was very, I guess, taken back by, like, oh, yeah, he's he's back, like, in the limelight, and no one's, no one's talking about his exodus nice. from the NCAA. Yeah. Well, I think everybody just kind of collectively, like you just mentioned, realizes that was a, probably a bit excessive. Yeah. We didn't really uh, need need to do that. I mean, for God's sakes, if we still have Bruce Pearl around, we can <laughs> handle Calvin Sampson being around. Yeah. Um, yeah. The other thing about this game, the one guy on Houston, I forget his name now. Shoot. Um, Who's always hurt? 
The, who had the cramps? Yeah. He said cramps or some hip thing or something every game. Just <laughs> every you're up you're up 15 points. Maybe he doesn't need to be in the game and he can deal with his cramps. Yeah. Like, may, I don't know. There's we a ton don't... of Powerade on the side. I, I should be drinking some of it. Why are we waiting for him to <laughs> hobble back to the free throw line? He should be in the game. He's cramps. He's I, it, it was so frustrating. I just wanted this game to be over. Houston moves on, Marlo. They're in the Elite Eight. They will face 12-seed Oregon State. They, um, If they win... They will make the final four with their highest seed they played against a ten seed. Oh wow! So they will they beat fifteen seeded I think Cleveland State that is ten seeded Rutgers eleven seeded Syracuse twelve seeded Oregon State. Look at that! I mean, you have to play who you play, right? Right? Yeah, yeah. But but they should have lost the Rutgers. This was my whole uh, thought process of why I thought UCLA was going to lose today. Because they played all double-digit seeds. And then they won. So, shows what I know. <laughs> but, yeah, that's never been... They've never, no one has ever played four double-digit seeds before. So, that'll be a first. And if they win, they will go to the Final Four. And at least there, they'll have to play a three or one seed. So, they have that. All right. Anything else on Saturday? No. Um, it was... I, you touched on it a little bit, but the late game... It's it is late, it is on Saturday. That's fine, but um, I guess it's different now because it's you know before it, that late game was the West Coast game, right? It would yeah. it would probably be the whatever games on the West Coast, and it kind of made sense. I feel like this, the, the late game took me back a minute because it's like, what aren't they in Indiana? <laughs> Why yeah. is this happening so late? Yeah, I did think of that uh, since they are all in Indiana, and we're watching Oregon USC, so you're like, oh, that's fine. They're on the West Coast. It's like, yeah. no, it's. It's uh, ten thirty there, and yeah. they're not even at halftime. That's got to be. I guess you're, you just got to set your body to that, right? But it's it is weird to kind of think about that because it's easy to, to like you said, let your mind drift to. It's not just the West Coast. This game's going on in San Francisco or something, right? Yeah. All right, Sunday action today, Marlo. All right, similar, similar kind of. Uh, process through the day and the one seeds today just dominated yeah. gonzaga looked great winning 83 65 over creighton um they looked every bit the number one seed in the tournament you would expect them to to be uh did you find yourself rooting for creighton's i mean it was hard right they were never really in the game they but did you so yeah i'll root for anyone against gonzaga i don't i have no love for gonzaga for no reason <laughs> I don't, no have, reason. I don't have an answer for you for why, but, um, but there was, it's hard to do when, you know, they're up, <laughs> whatever. They score 50 yeah. points. Gonzaga scored 50 points in the paint alone. So they almost yeah. outscored Creighton in the paint alone, yeah. uh, yeah. in that they just dominated all facets, all, all facets of that game. There was, it was never really, it was never a point in the game, uh, that Creighton never threatened yeah. anything. So it was just an end to end ass whooping. Well, I was okay with it and an ass whooping because I'm still bitter uh, at Creighton for, uh, I guess, playing so bad in the Big East tournament that I said, "There's no way this team wins another game this year," and then they won two games, uh, and yeah. that hurt my feelings. So I was making, glad to making see making Georgetown look like they're going to make a run, and then me putting them in fooled the everybody. Yeah, yeah. Well, you put Georgetown in the Elite Eight. I 
I did something silly. I got him. I had an. I know I'm in the Sweet Sixteen. So. I mean, I had Wisconsin in the lead eight, but I mean, <laughs> come on, that's come just on. this is silly. We we know that we. It's like, this is why I'm losing the bracket pools essentially because I should have Baylor in the Final Four and I don't because I had Wisconsin beating Baylor. So, <laughs> so I'm losing my bracket pools. It's good stuff. That's good stuff. Uh, but yeah, Creighton hurt my bracket and my feelings. So there you go. Um, all right. On to Michigan. Michigan is Michigan back? I Michigan's Michigan's kind of back. Michigan, yeah, Michigan's back. I mean, they got I, I, you know, you know they're back. Now we're making we're already, they're they're making the comparisons uh, to the final, four, you know, to Howard's final four team. Yeah, uh, coming back because the only coach to play as a number one seed in the tournament and coach as a number one seed in the tournament. That's pretty cool. Sure. <laughs> I'm. I was happy. Michigan. So, I guess I'll talk about Michigan first, and then I'll talk about Florida State. I was happy Michigan won because Big Ten. Yes. Right. Check. There we go. Uh, and also, maybe Illinois fans will be a little chest, less chesty about how they think they're the actual Big Ten champions, <laughs> even though this is unrelated. But also, their kind of reasons are unrelated to the actual Big Ten championship. So, um, yeah, I think that's. I'm glad for those two reasons that Michigan won. Um, and Florida State I just came into this thinking this is going to be a tough matchup for Michigan, and it never was. It uh, never was. Well, they're a tough matchup. Florida State played crap the first half. Yeah. Partly due to Michigan, but partly they, they just didn't look like they knew what they were doing. Um, and then they tried to make a run coming out of halftime, and then Michigan woke up and said, no, thank you, we're going to take this home now. Yeah, it... I guess just looking at the stats, I'm trying to. They got to the free throw line. That was real, the real difference. But it just Michigan just felt in control of this game, and I thought I thought Florida State's defense was going to give Michigan more trouble than it did. Michigan shot almost fifty percent. Uh, yeah, it almost it looked like, and I seriously say like, there Florida State has aggressive defense. They're uh, you know play play right up to you and you and try to kind of chest you out. But it seemed like that aggressiveness played against them with some of the quickness of Michigan, right? They were they were able to run. And again, I'm making these comparisons based on watching them play Wisconsin, where we're able to slow them down a little bit, um, have them, you know, kind of pass it around. Whereas here is that that over aggression. You make one false step, they can go on your back. They're running to the hoop, and it's a quick layup, right? right. So I don't know. I, I agree with you. I just I felt like that it was, they were Michigan was running downhill most of the game, right? Yeah, it, their guards just seemed. So I thought going into this, as you, Florida's guards were big enough and athletic enough to stick with Michigan, and cause them fits. But no, Michigan's guards were just too quick. Yeah, and uh, Dickinson and uh, whoever else was inside Wagner, I guess a little bit inside, but. Um, they did. They were way more effective. Again, I just was surprised at how effective Michigan was. So maybe that they're back and uh, a real Final Four, a real Final Four threat. It's surprising. I don't know. I, I just, I just thought Michigan. I just went in this game thinking this is where Michigan, the run ends, and I was wrong. So what else is new? What else is new? <laughs> <clears throat> All right. The next game uh, that we had. What in the? Okay. The next game that we had was UCLA winning in overtime. 88-78 over Alabama. Um, I guess 
here we had another I, I, this one went in but we had another um what could have been shot right well shot should never been able to be shot <laughs> dumb it was so it was so what is it was it four point some seconds like four seconds left yeah uh taking the ball underneath the basket and they let him throw it up to half court and it's like what are you doing like all you have to do is you're up three just foul it didn't well, make they, any it, sense and then the, he got a clean clean it's like clean look obviously and yeah. it went in it wasn't even contested it just i was like i found myself yelling at the tv out loud like why aren't you fouling why aren't you fouling why did you not foul <laughs> Well, it was really weird because the announcers were talking about how Mick Cronin's one of those guys, yeah, who who fouls. And uh, Alex Reese made a three point jumper from uh, I, I don't know. People were talking about it from the logo. It wasn't that far. I mean, it was the logo's huge. I hate when they talk about it. that logo. Almost goes from three point line to yeah. three point line. I mean, it was maybe a step back from the NBA three. It was yeah, deep, it was. but it wasn't like insane. But right. It was a deep shot, and I, I still watching that replay. I don't know what UCLA's defense is doing because they have two guys going to the ball when the guy catches it at half court. Yep. So I think they're going to foul him, but because the smaller their point guard was going over towards him, it left this guy wide open in the middle of the court. Right, and he just had a, he just had a, a wide open look. And why the. Uh, I think it was their center. Whatever UCLA center is so far from his man, I don't understand because you know they need a three. So like, why are you? Why do you have a foot on the three point line if he's farther out? You need to be up on him. It was just it so could poorly not have been the way they drawn it up. That's the no. only. It's the only thing I say because you can't let them catch the ball that deep with four seconds left. Right. And with Alabama, uh, you know they. There's been a lot about how they have that four point line, and this is something I think that they practice. Um, shots this deep, and which obviously paid off in a situation like this. But then it all was for naught because Alabama didn't show up for overtime, and UCLA won uh, by 10 points. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, Alabama, so Alabama it has that kind of fast pace. Uh, Nate Oates lets them shoot from wherever, essentially. And that's great in like the normal flow of the game. But when you get at, in down into these crunch times and they're still just jacking threes and missing, I mean, it looks terrible. And it feels terrible when you're watching it. Um, and that's that's what they did down the stretch. They just jacked three after three once they were down. They got down five early in OT and just never seemed – I guess you can talk yourself in like two or three of those falling. It's a different game, but that's the problem when it's overtime. You need to get the points right then. You don't have the the kind of sample size to catch up and, and get them get those points back later. Right. Um, I had something else on that. Shoot. Uh, I don't know. UCLA ruined, I talked about that, how they ruined my theory because they just beat double-digit seeds. Mm-hmm. Um do you have anything else while I try to think of my other thing? No, UCLA first, second, first, the second first fourteen to yeah. win in the Sweet Sixteen. You go lead eight. The other one was VCU, who made it to the Final Four, and that was the first year of the first four games. Oh, um, I think it was what twenty eighteen? No, 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 it wasn't twenty. I forget the year. Twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. VCU twenty eleven ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that Good came up when. 
talked about uh, that coach, which we're not going to talk about now because we're going to talk about that on our next show. All right. Uh, Alabama. Oh, here it is. Alabama. Uh, I mean, this is a tough stat, right? Uh, you lose this game at the line. They shot 11 for 25. Yeah, they were not, a good, that, they're not a good free throw shooting team. In a game that went into overtime. That's tough. That is that is a tough look, as they say. I did do a successful re- reverse jinx. I don't know if it's a reverse jinx, but I did tweet out that I'm just happy, or I said something like, I'm glad that something good finally happened to Alabama fans. <laughs> they, finally, they finally caught a break. Finally caught a break. And then, yes, I enjoyed it when they ended up losing. Uh, so I, I felt good, uh, good about myself. Whatever. I made myself laugh. So there we go. <laughs> good job by me making myself laugh and, and doing a successful kind of reverse jinx, although I don't think that qualifies as a reverse jinx. Just a jinx? Did I just it's jinx just them? A, it's just a straight jinx. Straight jinx. Straight jinx. Got him. Boom. <laughs> Take that. All right. You, USC Oregon is happening now. Uh, I th- think USC's up at half, right? Uh, yeah. You see, you have 26 just, 41. Are we going to ride with and just call it? SC wins. Yeah, probably USC. They beat they beat Oregon by 14 points uh, early in the year. They're up that now at halftime. So uh, up more, 15, even more. Uh, so that, let's just assume USC wins. Um, and now that we've talked through the first half of this, I still haven't seen USC play a basketball game <laughs> uh, because we recorded last week when they beat the crap out of Kansas. Yeah. So well. With all the coverage now, uh, there's brothers on the team, and their dad's a coach. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Yeah. They're good. Just, that's they're... fully above board. No problem there. <laughs> that's all I got. Yeah. They, they got, know each other uh, is on the court. They made sure to know that, uh, and they passed yes, each other. There's a lot. There's a lot of talk about their, you know, their link, their court sense with each other. That's fun. They're not twins though. Yeah. So who cares? Then they would have an additional linkage. You know, they got that that connection. All right. Um, good job, USC. Yeah. Congratulations early. This is totally not, not going to come by. This would us. this would be a reverse jinx, <laughs> yeah. right? Because I'm congratulating them, and then it would be a reverse jinx. All right. Cool. Um, all right. Uh, so that sets up our lead eight. Since USC already won, um, I'm uh, so I, I guess looking back now, I'm upset at. Who am I upset at? I'm upset at UCLA mm-hmm. because I almost got my original take back. Remember my original take? How I said it's so top heavy that the you know essentially the good teams are gonna gonna go yep. through. It still can happen. Yeah, but it, we would have had a one and a two, a one and a three, a one and I'm uh, missing it now. Shoot, one and a three. We would have two and a twelve. Sure, okay, the twelve sneaks in. A one and a. Th- Two, and then a one and a three. I would have been right, but no, well, because UCLA is in there, it ruins it. Uh, and I could have just said, ah, whatever, Oregon State. But we still could have a Final Four that's a one, a one, a one, and a yeah. two. So still can be very a very chalky Final Four. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to say my original take kind of still there. Kind of still there. All right. So yeah, that's still there. Coming How about back. the uh, the Pac-12 take? Do we... I mean, talk about things that have annoyed <laughs> me this tournament. <laughs> I, I just, 
they're winning games and I just watch them and I just don't want them to win. So I'm convincing myself that they're just like lucky and not good at basketball, which obviously um, probably not the case mm-hmm. as they continue to win uh, win games. Yeah, they're going to be 12 and 2. Oh, I got Because I just can't. One's going to win, one's going to lose. I mean, oh, USC already won. Yeah. So they're 12 and 2. Yeah. 12 and 2 in the tournament so far, which is. Beyond, I think, pretty much, you know, and obviously you should take my brackets as the law. Uh, pretty much everyone in my yeah, brackets, sure. I don't think I had a, a Pac-12 team going past the second round. So, that's it's just the foresight of it all. I don't, uh, I don't know, it's kind of, it's the reverse, right? Like, the Pac-12 wasn't looked as a high conference going in, the Big Ten was. Yeah. Now the Big Ten has one left, Pac-12 is three. Uh, plus their record, they'd have more with the you know they they ostracized yeah, each other because they had to play each other in this USC Oregon game. But I don't know, like it's 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 the age old question, right? Does this does this a true test of how how deep your your conference is, or is it just kind of where the matchups lie? Well, I mean, you know what I'm going to say because I want to yep. defend defend the yep. Big Ten, um, but. Just specifically in the games where the pack, like I just Oregon Iowa was just such a bad matchup for Iowa. Like I just, I think if you did, I think if you did a Big Ten Pac twelve tournament or not tournament, excuse me, but the the challenge, right? I mean, I think Big Ten's winning that easily, but here we are. (laughs) I'm sure Oregon State would lose their stupid game, but now somehow they're in the Elite Eight. It's so frustrating. And to be fair, UCLA won all because of missed free throws, and I'm watching the replay here. Uh, the ball grazed a guy short. Oh, yeah. So. I forgot about the, the, the infamous short replay. Yeah. Oh, my God. Grazes his shorts. Um, Is that going to be a rule change? But I, Is that going to be one of those rule changes that happen? Shorts are not part of the shorts. Shorts, uh, shorts are part of the body. Shorts are part of the body. For sure. For sure. I think. I don't know how you. I don't know. That was just. That was tough. Um, now I'm watching Alabama miss the free throws. Oh, all right. Um, yeah, I don't. I just if the Big Ten, if the Big Ten had three of the three of the eight, I would be sitting here telling you how good the Big Ten is. So I guess it, it's hypocritical of me to not uh, do that for the Pac-12. I guess maybe. But let's just see how many of them make the final. <laughs> I've done this every round. I've done this every round. I said, let's just see how many get out of the second round. Let's see how many get out of the Sweet 16. I've been wrong every time. So now I keep raising the bar, and the bar now is to be good, you have to make the Final Four. So there we go. Yeah. Convinced by That's how I'm convinced myself. All right. Let's look at the matchups, yep. Marlo. Uh, kind of do a little rooting for what we think will happen type thing. All right. Um I don't know what order I put these in. I think I just put these in off of my memory. So, um, first one is Baylor, Arkansas, top seeded uh, Baylor uh, against third seeded Arkansas, uh, survivors of the Oral Roberts last second miss. Who you rooting for? Who do you think will win? I think I root for Baylor. I think, well, I think Baylor's win. I think I'm rooting for Baylor. Um, Arkansas. I don't know. I don't know if it's their colors. I don't know if it's just because they're SEC. I don't know if it's because that's where where, where Brett went. 
But uh, yeah. I just can't. I can't get on board with Arkansas. Uh, I just can't get on. So I those are. You know, I have my petty reasons. Those are all my petty reasons. Yeah. For it. And I, I think. And I also think Baylor's Baylor's a better team from what I've seen. Yeah. No, you are 100 percent preaching the choir <laughs> on this. Um, I just. I don't. Arkansas, your football school. It's fine. Also, I went to a bowl game against Arkansas. We won, but I sat amongst the Arkansas fans, and the pig suey thing is so annoying um, that I never want to root for them to do well in anything. <laughs> and continuing the wanting to feel better about Wisconsin's loss, if Baylor keeps winning, I can continue to feel better about that loss. So I'm rooting. I will probably end up rooting for uh, Baylor. I probably because they're going to match up against Houston, Oregon State, probably to the final. Um, and I also think they will win. All right, next matchup I have written here: uh, Houston, Oregon State. Boy, this is a this is a tough one for you. <sighs> yeah. Luckily, this is going to be. Oh, wait, wait, they have the schedules out. When is this one? I should have done this in order. Now. Oregon State, Houston. Okay, I did these backwards. These both these games are going to be uh, tomorrow, Monday. Um, Oregon State-Houston is going to be the early game at 6, and then the Arkansas-Baylor is going to be at 9 Central Time. So I did these two backwards. I'll do the other ones right. Because um, I was going to say, this is going to be the first game, whatever it is, but then there's only two games, so big whoop. <laughs> you have to pick put one of them first. Um, all right, Oregon State-Houston. You go while I try and figure out who I actually want to win this game. <laughs> this is going to okay. be well. Well, I, I think I'm going to go... I, I think it was Houston just because they're a two seed. I don't want to see. I said I don't like to see the, those. This is the point where it's like, all right, you know, let the let the double digits go home. Let's get a good let's get good matchups in the final four because that's you know the next step is that national title game. Um, yeah. So as much as Houston has had it as an easy path thus far, they still have that number two seed that they earned in the regular season. Um, so we'd like to get them past them and then see what they're going to do in the final four against a, you know, a, a tougher comp. Although their games, even though yeah. they've had that path, their games have been fairly close. Yes, and they should have lost records. Yep. Um, maybe I'll talk myself into rooting for the underdog here in this. It's just going to be like. These Syracuse games where whoever is doing well, I'm going to be annoyed at. I think Houston will win. I think Oregon State's luck has to run out sometime. I don't necessarily see Houston being the team that will knock down the threes to hit Oregon State out. Because, again, their defense is giving up on open threes that the other team doesn't make. Um but I, I just think this game is going to be really low scoring and really it's going to be like that Loyola Oregon State game. The over under is one twenty nine. I can't imagine that it gets that high, unless there's like overtime or foul troubles at, or a lot of fouls at the end. Um, so it's the first one tomorrow. I guess we'll get that out of the way. Get Arkansas Baylor afterwards. That should be a better game. Um, yeah, we'll see. Not excited for that one. God, one of those teams is going to make the final four. Unbelievable. All right. Uh, then we get to the Tuesday games, Marlo. Uh, the first one, okay, they're both TBD, but the one that we actually know is going to happen is Michigan, UCLA. It's going to be a lot of yellow on the it court. Will be a lot of yellow. Um, I think I'll speak for both of us. We both expect Michigan to win. Think Michigan should win. 
Right? I think so. Michigan's back. Are you rooting for Michigan? I am. I, if anything, it, I know it's, now that I just put this on the internet, I'm going to regret it later. But uh, <laughs> I think... Let's say not reading. Pulling yeah, for. Yeah, pulling, pulling for. Uh, you know, they're carrying the Big Ten flag right now. Um, yep. And as long as the Big Ten's in the conversation, that's okay. I, I could pull. I could pull for a Michigan. UCLA. It's been a good story. It's been a good run from the first four. I think you know it's time. It's time to end that. Uh, let the let the big boys play again in the in the final four. Yeah, I'm. I, I hate to agree with you so much, but I, I was just so impressed with Michigan beat down of Florida State. Uh, and continue to convince myself that no matter what UCLA does, it's underwhelming. Uh, you know, they keep winning. I will continue to be underwhelmed maybe until they win a national championship. Uh, but I'm, I'm hoping, expecting Michigan to win, um, and I just can't. You, I, I would be baffled if this UCLA team makes a Final Four, uh, and I think Michigan's good enough. I think at some point they're going to miss livers. I thought that was today. Uh, I think at some point that's going to happen, but maybe it won't happen until the Final Four uh, for Big Ten Pride's sake. <clears throat> All right, the last one, probably the nightcap tomorrow because it'll be two West Coast teams. Uh, Gonzaga playing USC, who I already anointed, but maybe Oregon. Uh, I guess the question is, do you think USC, based off of the half of basketball that we kind of watched while we recorded has enough to take down Gonzaga. Uh no. <laughs> I don't think I don't think they do unless Gonzaga has an extremely off game. Um and I mean extremely off and USC puts together the perfect game then they have a chance and doesn't even guarantee him that win. Um yeah. So, it's fully expect this not to be a game Gonzaga getting just cruising to the final four. That's what I again, I What's I going think on? as well and also also what I'm going to root for cuz I don't know. I think I want Gonzaga to win until they win and then I'm going to hate Gonzaga forever. Right, right, right. But until they win, I'm like in it'd be an undefeated defeated season. It's Gonzaga. The, that Gonzaga would be the one to do that. I guess kind of makes sense because they play in like a crappy conference, but also like you know they scheduled real teams in non-conference for however short that was this year. And I, I think that'd be a cool story. Uh, and again, my Pac-12 annoyance will will want me to do that. All right, so all right, we uh, we both went through this and kind of said, hey, the higher seeds are going to win. So let's switch it up a little bit and say. Are we both going to just say Houston? Which team is which of the higher seeds is most like or is uh? It's an upset alert. Most upset alert. Um, I was going to say most likely to get upset, or I guess most at risk of getting upset. Yeah. Let's go there. I think it's. I mean, honestly, I think it's Baylor. Um, okay. You know, I, I think they showed even in the last two games, they kind of showed that they can have a lull. They can turn yeah. it up, but they can have a lull. Um, and if that lull is too much, too low against Arkansas, Arkansas can go on a run, and it might be too big. Um, so that's, I mean, that's my reasoning why I think it, of all the teams, you know, not worried about Gonzaga, Michigan, UCLA. I think Michigan's just a better team that could happen. The Houston Oregon's kind of maybe a toss up, but I just think ba- I think Baylor, Arkansas, I yeah, that that to me just stands out as as a possible, ba- you know. Baylor needs to bring their yep. game. 
Yeah, and Arkansas is a team that can, if they get hot from three, you know, that can happen. Um, all right, I'm going to put Houston uh, again just because I don't like them. No, um, the, all their games have been close, and they're not a high-scoring team. They rely on their defense, and Oregon State's, f- for whatever reason, has uh, kind of is this team of destiny, and can that continue one more game? If Houston lets them hang around, can they just go on to run and make themselves believe? Uh, so I would put Houston in that. So I... You kind of talked me into Baylor, but I think I would go Gonzaga most safe, then Baylor, then Michigan, then Houston. This is my kind of ranking of confidence to get to the Final Four. But if all the higher seats go, then I was right all along. So that's that feels good. All right, anything else on college basketball? Elite Eight, Sweet 16? No, I mean, it should be good. I, I'd be interested to see what happens if a long shot, but if there was three Pac-12 teams in the Final Four, oh, my head might explode. I don't know. Well, and then, oh no, it can't be three in Gonzaga. Okay, <laughs> if it was three in Gonzaga, all of them are out west. Oh, that's not that'd not be a good look for the Big Ten and all the East Coast uh, East Coast journalists. All right. Uh, oh, half time's over, so we don't have any more updates on USC. But we already said they won the game, so it doesn't matter. All right, that's it. All right, good stuff, Marl. I thought that was fun was covering good. that. Uh, even though I was a bit of a downer <laughs> about it, but gotta call it like I see it, Marl. Gotta call it like I see it. And we'll be back soon, right? Yeah. Got um, this one. We're gonna go a special episode on Double Drop Wednesday. Talk about the Final Four, or Elite Eight games in the Final Four to come. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, that's what we do. We grind. And we, we grind <laughs> away, and we make sure we keep everybody informed. Yeah. <laughs> keep everyone informed on who, I, who we're cheering for and how annoyed I am at different storylines. I get asked all the time. People want I get asked all the time. You know how many, how many texts I get? It's like, man, I wonder where Casey's feeling like right now. <laughs> so... The people care, and the people want to know. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, usually a mix of annoyed, and <laughs> annoyed or nervous, kind of all the time. All right, wait. So are we doing throw-ins? No, we'll okay. do it. We'll, we'll do come it. Back to that. We've already. We, this already went longer than I thought it would. <laughs> all right, all right. So yeah, we'll be back Wednesday. Fleet eight recap. Final four look ahead. Uh, this has been this has been fun. That's all I got, Casey. Yeah. You got any last words? No, do the thrones then. Do the thrones then too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, don't. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, hope you enjoy the Elite Eight games. We'll talk to you after that. And until next time, I hope all your favorite teams win all the sports.